Hey, it's a girl, Jujube, where we talk about anything and everything. Make sure to follow me on social media, Snapchat, JBSU, Instagram, JBSU18, and Twitter, at Perfect Flute. All right, let's get this thing started. Hey, guys, we actually have an, a guest for this podcast as well as the last one. It's the same guy from the last one as well, Linwood Storm. Y'all know me. Um, he's just going to give you, uh, yeah, <laughs> follow you on what? Uh, follow me everywhere Twitter, yeah, Facebook, that, at, you know, at donate to my Patreon. I'm, <laughs> I'm got to pay the bills, you know. Um, yeah, co host of <laughs> Cosmic Source and the host of mm-hmm. Black Grindhouse. So let's get this cracking. Like I said, I owe her a favor. Okay, so, so our let's topic... get this over with. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's going to do whatever <laughs> I say. Anyways. <laughs> I mean, we can get into that. Our topic that. is, does... <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, no. Um, does wage chains. gap still exist? Gender wage gap. Does that still exist? What do you think? It doesn't. Women just need to work harder. Why they, not? Uh, they, 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 they think that okay. if they can raise their voices loud, then people would just give them free stuff and benefits just because they have titties. Nah, that, oh that, that ain't gonna happen. That ain't gonna okay, happen. Okay, so according to journals.aom.org, abundant research has documented a gender pay gap. So when women earn less than men, all else being equal. Against the backdrop of an overall female penalty, we propose that the widespread adoption of diversity goals and organizations creates a female premium for certain women. We integrate the economic principle of supply and demand with theory from the field of strategic human resource management and theorize that individuals perceive high potential women who have the abilities needed to reach the upper echelons of organizations where women remain underrepresented. Yay, I got it this time. Anyways, um, so that's a little bit about like this uh, article that you guys can read if you guys want to. Um, from the Academy of Management, um, but to me, I feel like there, the wage gap may or may not still be there because, for me, I think it is that women. I'm, just I'm, I'm sorry, pay. women are responsible for negotiating their own pay. All right. Yeah, I know, but a lot of it is also businesses take in count that they are. I mean, like nobody we forces earlier. you to sign a contract. Right. <laughs> go on, go on. I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm passionate about this because I got to deal with this. Go, go ahead, go okay. ahead. I, I won't interrupt you. Okay, so it says also in the PewResearch.org that um, there are many things that go into the wage gap and how women would feel that would be the reason so other factors like would include gender discrimination may contribute to the ongoing wage discrepancy so in a 2017 pew research center survey about four in ten working women 42 percent said they have experienced gender discrimination at work compared with two in ten men 22 percent who said the same does it One say of the most how commonly they, how they face discrimination no, this is a survey. Um, one it, of the most so it doesn't commonly... tell you how they face discrimination. No, I, it doesn't. I'm not saying <laughs> that. <laughs> Shut up. I'm, I'm just one saying, the, like, I'm just... 
basically you, you, have a whole bunch, you have a whole bunch of women saying oh, i feel discriminated against why why do you feel discriminated against right but this is a survey this is they're not going to give a description as to why also oh, we're, we're expected to believe the survey no it's just supposed oh my god can you just let me finish go ahead go on go on girl go on <laughs> one of the most commonly reported forms of discrimination focused on earnings Inequality. One in four employed women said they have earned less than a man who was doing the same job. Just 5% of men say they have earned less than a woman doing the same job. How would they um, know family, unless they were asking each other about their salaries? Go on. Sorry. My bad. This, again, this is a survey. <laughs> um, I, I, just want, I, I don't take surveys at face value. I'm sorry. Go on. Okay. And then ignore what I have to say. Okay. (laughs) Family caregiving responsibilities, particularly motherhood, can lead to interruptions in career paths for women and can have an impact on long-term earnings. In a 2013 survey, women were more likely than men to say that they had taken breaks from their careers to care for their family. Roughly four in ten mothers said that at some point in their work life, they had taken a significant amount of time off, 39%. Or reduced their work hours, 42%, to care for a child or other family member. Um, roughly a quarter, 27%, said they had quit work altogether to take care of these uh, familial responsibilities. I And then it says fewer women did the same. I feel like, yes, uh, we were discussing this earlier about yeah. possibly families. Shut up. You know, like, <laughs> oh, we talked a lot. Stop it. Anyways. I said how, you know, businesses who are hiring these individuals, they already know that women are going to be more likely to um, care for families. They're going to have the ones that have those responsibilities and stuff like that. So I'm not saying that men can't do it the same. I'm not saying that at all because there are single fathers out there that have to struggle. Um, But they assume that women... Uh, are going to take a lot more time off for their families. So I mean, did, I think, didn't you read an article that statistically proved that? Yeah, I. This is one of them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Um. So, but I feel like men are more capable of negotiating than anything, and that's exactly what. Um, okay, but this why is that? Why is that exactly? Like, in your opinion, why? Why do you feel like? men are more capable of uh because i i don't feel like the art of negotiation is necessarily limited to being a man no but for me i think that maybe women don't recognize that they could actually ask for more um businesses set a price at um one set price for a reason um but why do you feel that is go on because they don't want to lose money so negotiation closing the gender pay gap also takes women doing more negotiation for what they want um it's all in the art of asking the right way research shows that women are less likely to negotiate their salary than men and a lack of confidence or guidance is sometimes to blame um but as one harvard business review article notes the problem may have to do more with how women are treated when they negotiate rather than their general confidence or skills at negotiation a phenomenon that has been dubbed the social cost of negotiation so what do you, how do you feel about that you know what that reminds so, me of? that reminds me of the episode of king of the hill where uh 
Peggy actually negotiated, like Peggy, Peggy and Hank Hill, they were buying a car. I, I believe it was for Peggy, and Peggy negotiated the price down. And Hank Hill came in, and like Hank Hill is like an old traditional man, you know. He's like, okay, well I'm gonna negotiate, and he was tricked into buying the car for sticker price, even though Peggy Hill negotiated for lower, for a lower price. But mm-hmm. Peggy Hill didn't want to tell Hank Hill that because, you know, it, it would make him feel less of a man. Right. But what was your question? So how do you feel about how women are treated when they do negotiate? Do you feel like they get treated differently because they try to negotiate? Like they don't get taken seriously about it? Do you have any examples of women not getting taken seriously when they try to negotiate? I'm just asking you a question. I mean, I've never personally personally observed women getting treated differently than a man when they try to negotiate for whatever salary they feel is uh, feel they are deserving of. Okay, I mean, I feel like like I said, uh, I don't go on surveys. I'll I'll accept testimonials or whatever, but I, I I really need proof you right. know i it, otherwise it's just I, like it just oh a... they, they treated me poorly because i'm a woman maybe they treated you poorly because you didn't know how to negotiate you know right um like i like i, I remember, remember quote, i told you so. i hired actually hired a uh freelancer to do some vector art remakes for logos of mine yeah um she did the first one and she said hey i I feel like I should get paid more for the second one because, you know, because uh, even though here's what here's where she slipped up. She said that the work was easier, but she wanted to get paid more. That's where she slipped up. And I while I could have said, no, I just want to pay you the the original amount that we agreed upon the previous uh, contract for the other logo. She had the talent to back up her uh, to back up her request for a higher pay. So I was like, I, I won't pay you the amount that you want, but I'll pay you cl- close to it. You know, I'll give you uh, I'll give you something close to it, and it worked out perfectly. And she learned something that day as well. She she came to me mm-hmm. after the contract was completed. And she said, "Hey, thank you because you actually taught me something about business and negotiating." And like I said, I, I told her up front that, "Hey, you said that this this new vector remake will uh, will take you less time than the previous one. So why should I pay you the amount that you're asking for?" Yeah. And you know, but again, the ultimate the ultimate reason why I chose to pay her close to it because I knew she could get the job done and her competitors at the time weren't on her level. Mm-hmm. So again, um, I, I really don't think when it comes to all the art of negotiation, I really don't think it's a gender thing. I, I think it's experience, you know, and accepting mm-hmm. that, Hey, you don't know everything about business and negotiating and you should try to learn and improve your, your, conversational skills so that mm-hmm. you can 
you can put yourself in a position to where you seem like a prize for a company that's hiring instead of saying, hey, I'm a woman and I deserve to get paid just as much as that guy when you don't necessarily demand that that amount. It, like I said, right. we, we discussed the whole Monique fiasco where Monique was like, boycott Netflix because, you know, they're racist and sexist <laughs> and that's why I'm not getting paid these millions mm-hmm. when they just hired Dave Chappelle, who is a black comedian, and Amy Sumer, who is a female comedian. And guess what Amy Sumer and he's Dave white. Chappelle have? Yeah, yeah, yeah she's a white comedian, but she's female, so that's, that goes yeah. to the sexist part or complaint. And and so what do Amy Sumer, what does Amy Sumer and Dave Chappelle have over Monique? They're relevant. <laughs> They're relevant and they can command viewership. They, they have a huge fan base that can command viewership. Not many people remember Monique. Oh, the, the, the stand up yeah. where she's calling uh you know, saying skinny bitches, you know, this, that, and a third. And she's has a couple movies and she yeah. has that one from Netflix where she's going to a prison and telling jokes. Yeah, cool, that cool, and cool. She, she has but, uh, the, the, the Parkers, you know, par- mm-hmm. which was a spinoff of Moesa, I believe. But yeah, aside from that, she can't command millions of dollars. So it has nothing to do with her race. It has nothing to do with her being a female and it has everything to do with her not being able to command that return on investment Netflix would be, you know, asking for. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, so I suggest that everyone really shouldn't um, avoid probably taking time to learn how to negotiate because there's this study that says, it's a 2008 study, found that failing to negotiate at first salary could result in a $500,000 loss by age 60. Um, and then they, this article kind of goes on along saying that their um, Harvard Law School actually offers courses through negotiation, but at a price. And it says a two-day course is $3,000. You guys don't really have to go. You really don't need a money. class to learn um, how to negotiate. Right. You, the main thing that um, you really need to ask yourself is what do you have to offer the company that you're applying for? And the best way to do that is first you need to research the company. You need to know what they're offering and all of that. You need to know – you need to go into that interview um, – knowing the company inside and out basically because they're going to be more impressed with the fact that you took time to learn what they do rather than just going in there and saying well i can do this and that and this for you but their question is what do you have to offer and i kind of learned that when i was doing the the i was doing the interview for my job now you know there wasn't much on their website i couldn't really go off of a whole lot i but I, we did mock interviews uh, with my mom and another coworker of mine. She came and in there with that mini skirt and the boss was like, mm, you're hot. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. Anyways, um, but the coworker of mine, she owns a um, ice cream shop and she's, she's owned um, a bakery shop and she's, she's done a lot in her life. And she said, okay, so why should I hire you? And I was kind of stunned by the question at first because it was like, okay, I had this whole spiel about, you know, 
what I can do and stuff. But she said, how can you benefit my company? And I didn't really think of it like that. You know, I, you know, we learned about it in college and all that, but when you're put on the spot like that, it kind of, you kind of lose track of it. But when it comes unless to you prepare for that question, yeah, unless you prepare, which I thought I was, but I, I was more prepared for the job that I was doing than something like an ice cream shop. But, um, I'm telling you, you should have popped them titties out. Go on. Stop. <laughs> Inappropriate. Anyways, um, back to the way, like, once you learn how to uh, talk about what you can offer, then when they say, okay, so we're going to start you off with this salary, you will then know how to say, okay, well, I don't feel like that's fair enough. Um do mock negotiation um, interview stuff so that way you know exactly how to present yourself because you don't want to sound like you're needy. The best way to do it is if there's another company in the area that does the same thing that they're doing, regardless whether you've applied to that company or not, you can always say, well, so-and-so has offered me this. And I feel like I would benefit them more by going to them. And it puts them at like, well, gee, you know, like, we don't want to lose you, so especially if you're the only person that they've interviewed, you know. So, why, why work for the Joker when the Penguin has a 401k plan? <laughs> hmm. Okay, so another thing yeah, it says employer. No, <laughs> well, I know it's okay. Anyways, Batman vengeance employer. for all my nerds out there, but go on. Okay, well, I was going to say something along the lines of that, but I didn't want to be wrong. Um, employer bias. It says that employer bias is also a blame for w- women's lower salaries. The bias, whether conscious or not, results in not rating women as highly and not paying them their due. In other words, employers may unknowingly undervalue the work for their female employer, uh, for their female employees. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that one, but... Why is that? Because I don't think that it no anyone's like really undervaluing that. Huh? I'm, I cannot talk today. Undervaluing anyone in a workplace, I feel like it's um, based on your experience, and it's obviously the education and all of that combined um, that determines your your salary and stuff. So. And the work that you do and all of that. So I really don't think anyone's being undervalued. I think that's just another excuse. But, you know, I could be wrong. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that was all from that article, basically. Because it's going to tell you another line of bullshit. So, um, I've already done that one. And you said something about affirmative action. Yeah, I said um, white said, women benefit more from affirmative action. Mm-hmm. So, benefit more if you guys didn't know what affirmative action is, um, especially people that are young and don't really know anything. Um, they really don't know the origins of affirmative action. <laughs> originally, that's just, okay, go on. Originally, women weren't even included in legislation attempting to level the playing field in education and employment. So the first affirmative action measure um, in America was an executive order signed by President Kennedy in 1961 requiring that federal contractors, quote, take uh, 
affirmative action to ensure that applicants are employed and employees are treated during employment without regard to their race, creed, color, or national origin. But in 1967, President Johnson amended this, and a subsequent measure included sex, recognizing that women also face many discriminatory barriers and hurdles to equal opportunity. Uh, meanwhile, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 only included sex in the list prohibited forms of discrimination because conservative opponents of the legislation hoped that including it would sway moderate members of Congress to withdraw their support for the bill. Um, but then that was then and this is now. So that's saying that the wage gap is actually decreasing Um but there are a lot of women making excuses as to why. But they're not really thinking, oh, well, maybe if I did more, then I would actually earn more. Uh, like, the salary that I have now is what it is. It is what it is. Because I'm not doing a whole lot right now. But if, like, I've only worked there for a month, too. So I'm not just going to negotiate terms. But the more that they're giving me to do, then eventually I'm going to have a meeting with my boss and see if I can Yeah, what you should do. Increase. You know? Um, but that's after a little bit of working there because I feel like they're not just going to increase it right away because they want to see what I'm capable of first. So I'm going to prove myself first and then discuss it later. Which is smart. Mm -hmm. And it's a part of the art of negotiation. Well, I don't want them to think that I'm greedy either, you know, because if I did it now, he, my boss may feel like I'm really pushing. For but didn't your boss... That tell you that they've had trouble keeping people mm -hmm. in your position due to the mm -hmm. workload right yeah so prove that you can do the workload and boom that's your ticket to a raise right or some kind of bonus right so that's the route i'm taking hmm? so i said that's the route that i'm taking okay oh do you have anything else to comment on this, oh no! Um, I'm just glad than, that you agree with me. Like this is not much of a debate, because no, I didn't say that it was a debate. I said it was just kind of okay. So you got me issue. all hyped up for a debate, and I mean, you can go on with your bad self or whatever and start talking. I guess. Oh wow! Now but, you're stealing my lingo. Okay. <laughs> of course, but you know, people think that it's not just about. Um, the wage gap of, you know, like discriminatory because of the women, the women also face um, challenges against other women. And that is still happening. Uh, yeah, I was women like to pit each other you. against other women. Yeah, well, it's, it's um, an issue it's because primal. I was looking at how many CEOs are white women, how many CEOs are black. And I found... Let me find it first for a second. I found that, what was it, 23 women are white that are CEOs today. And there was only one black woman who was still in charge. Whereas, let's see. Yeah, right here. There's only one that was still in charge. And there was one that could be a future um, CEO. It says possible, though. Mm -hmm. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. There's 23 white women. And then the rest are obviously uh, men. But I'm not going to go into uh, versus white or black because I'm looking down this list and a lot of them are white. Um, still. Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, it's, it's not an issue about color or anything like that. I feel like people are making excuses because they're too, um, they're not confident enough in themselves to, um, there are no show what they have to offer. You know, they they feel like if they made the excuse that, oh, well, then I'll just get the job no matter what. If I say that you're um, not hiring me, hiring me because I'm white or something like that, like because that's an issue that a lot of businesses face is discriminatory. You know, the I believe certain companies stuff. also get tax breaks depending on who they hire yeah, as well. They, well, minorities, yes, yeah. they do, for sure. That's why Walmart... See, that's the thing. Um, my ex was black, you guys, and so see, when type. he was going... Stop. He, um, <laughs> he, he was applying for the Walmart distribution job, okay? My uncle happens to work there, and he was the reason why he was trying. And so he goes there, he... Uh, goes through the interview process, he goes through the training and stuff, and he never gets a call. Well, then he finds out that the people that were training him did, and they happened to be two white guys. Well, my uncle's like, well, I don't understand, you know, why they're not doing that. And then he gets to thinking, he's like, oh, well, there might be... I mean, I'm not saying... Minority out, that's what he says, minority out, is that they're at They've already hired their quota, yeah. Yeah. They've already hired their max, and you guys, I know you guys think that's harsh, but it it happens. It and it's it's, it's exactly like re- remember happening. that George Lopez episode where uh, you you've seen George Lopez, right? Yes, yes, of course. Where that other company wanted George Lopez to quit because they needed a Mexican at their company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the plane, the plane guys. Yeah, remember that. That that, that one part with with. Uh, George Lopez tells the black guy that he works with what's going on and the black guys. No, the, George Lopez is like, would you take a company, would you, would you uh, take offer from a company that just wants to hire you just because you're black? And the black guy's like, why, who's hiring? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Personally, if a company is willing to set me up, you know, uh, you know, ugly nanny, if I... Uh, uh, was it maid or nanny? I, I'm not sure. Ugly, ugly nanny. If <laughs> ugly nanny, if you uh, love your wife, hot nanny. If you don't, um, you know, nice house, company car, benefits, and the only reason why they're hiring me is because I'm black, and I can do the job. So that that helps out the quota. I'm sorry. I would take the job. I would take the job. Why? Well, one, it's a job. Like, as long yeah. as they're paying me, you know, they're not saying, hey, we finally found our nigga. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're not talking hey, like that said, behind my back or allowing that treating for my me. podcast for me to say, guys. I'm just saying that right now. I will never <laughs> say that word. You, you, you'll never say Ever. that word? What if we t- start talking about, you know, the N-word? Not neighbor, you know the the N word. I say N word. Nagger. Wait, how come I you how come you won't say nigger? N word, because it's rude. But it's all about context. Right, I still won't say it. See, well. I won't. She probably has. If you guys before. haven't caught on, I'm white, by the way. So I. Oh no, we we, we caught on it. by the whole the the <laughs> valley the valley voice. 
Yeah, we 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 call, we call the it valley voice. The valley I don't voice. have a valley yeah, voice. Yeah, you have a valley voice. I do not. Dressing up in leggings, you know, got your got your uh, sports bra I'm on, going into Starbucks. Uh, whatever (laughs) (laughs) but no back to what back to what i was saying before you sidetracked us um yeah in that position i would take the job because it's not like i'm just being hired because i i'm black i can do the job plus they need to fill the quota i'm getting paid as long as i'm not getting mistreated in the workplace you know Mm-hmm. I see no problem with that because I am benefiting from that type of affirmative action. Okay. And don't don't get me wrong. There are instances where you have, let's say you have, uh, you have white man and a black man applying for the same job. They have the same amount of skills, but the white man's chosen for the job because it's a European based company you know the people hiring are white I kinda understand that mm-hmm. I kinda because I can see myself look I consider myself pro black by my standards not by whatever they're talking about right now but pro black as in I want to see black people succeed so I have I have the company right and I have a white person and a black person they're both both their resumes are on my desk. They both have the same qualifications. Chances are, I would choose the black individual because mm-hmm. I am black myself and I like seeing black people succeed. You know. Um, now, if the white person is more qualified for that position, I would choose the white person over the black person. All right. Mm-hmm. It's 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 still about qualification. You know, just like if the black person was a lot more qualified than the white person, I'm choosing the black person. All right. I'm not choosing the white dude because one, um, he's not qualified Two, I'm, I'm more, I'm going to be, I'm going to be more biased as well. And every, I, I believe everybody is biased. Biased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially okay, when, so... especially if your culture is a bit tight knit, but go on. Okay. So affirmative action measures don't others this is a controversy right now don't take race gender or other uh, protected characteristics into account in the selection process but seek only to widen the field of qualified applicants through outreach and search efforts so when the employer in this type of program reaches the point of actually selecting candidates the process is color and gender blind these measurement measures have not uh, met with such legal or social resistance. However, measures that give an edge to particular applicants based on race, gender, or another protected characteristic have historically been more controversial. These measures might include using race as a plus factoring in hiring, um, using lower cutoffs for test, sto- test scores for minority or female candidates, or setting higher- hiring goals or quotas. Um, measures like these provide a benefit to members of one group that comes at the expense of members of another. Proponents of affirmative action argue that this fair and appropriate, uh, given our country's long history of discrimination, and is the only way to create truly equal opportunity for yeah, groups base, that are basically balancing the field, mm-hmm. which was the purpose Opponents, of affirmative action. Right. Ugh. Opponents argue that discrimination is unfair 
no matter who it helps or hurts, and that primarily white men should not have to pay the price for historical discrimination. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> okay. Right. I knew you're going to laugh at that part, but. <laughs> Woe is me. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I don't want to comment on that. But why that, comment on it? Come on, those, those are your people. I hate it when he does that. But what? Um, well, your people? They they are your people. Right, but like I said, my the history of white people shouldn't reflect on how I should succeed in my life or not. Because like, I didn't commit those crimes. I didn't. Yes, commit but you any benefit from slavery. Mm. But well, we still got that's that's a whole different podcast topic. Podcast, yes, it is. So let's stop there for that. I don't know why y'all um, y'all keep bringing it up. But okay, <laughs> it was I it was a uh, <laughs> oh my god, it was a quote. I mean, it, it's it still ties into what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm just saying. I was bit. reading from a quote, and then you laughed. So yeah, I knew it's it was funny come that because way. you have a whole bunch of white men bitching over them possibly feeling like how we felt as minorities in this country years ago so mm-hmm. i find it it's it's funny you know reverse racism but go on <laughs> <laughs> um let's see while people of color individually and as groups have been helped by affirmative action in the subsequent years Data and studies suggest women, white women in particular, have benefited disproportionately. According to one study in 1995, six million women, the majority of whom were white, had jobs they wouldn't have had otherwise held. Yeah, because white women are a safe minority. Another study shows (laughs) that women made greater gains in employment at companies that do business with the federal government, which are therefore subject to federal affirm- affirmative action requirements, than in other companies, with female employment rising 15.2% at federal contractors, but only 2.2% elsewhere. And the women working for federal con- contractor companies also held higher positions and were paid better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <sighs> I'm getting tired. Not really, guys. I'm just kidding. Um, affirmative action has benefited white people extremely, but white women in particular, I feel, yeah, because we've already talked about it. And yeah. here we're going to use an example from a clip. I was going to, the, the example is more towards, it, it just reminded me of, the dinner scene in American History X where the father is talking to his his son or, yeah his son specifically about affirmative action and he makes the example of a black cop being hired over a white cop to help him out in the field and how he cares more about qualification and basically he's calling affirmative action bullshit it's 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 interesting, but without spoiling the movie, you know, you're going to need the full context as to why the father feels that way and what happens to the son. And basically the circle of uh, racism that the son tries to put it into. 
Um, but all in all, I, it, I, I do think there is still a wage gap that still exists, but it's not as um, known, I guess, as it was back then. And so we really shouldn't be using that as an excuse as to why the salaries aren't the way that we want them. Because if we want them a certain way, you really have to go after it. You can't just think that it's going to be handed to you. Uh, so that's really the lesson that really needs to be taken from this is just like learn how to negotiate the terms that you want and go after it. Strive you to know, progress like, in your field. Yeah. Don't just think it's going to be given to you because, oh, you have this job. Okay. So what? Someone else with the same amount of skills can get the same job as you. What makes you so special? Anyone else can do your job. Don't think that you're not replaceable, basically. Don't ever think that because when you get too comfortable, that's when you lose yourself and that's when you get fired or anything like that because you are you think that you're better than anyone else. Don't ever think that. Think that, you know, that you need to keep fighting for your job. Because we, we aren't living in the days where you could work for a company for 20 so years. Right. Those jobs are gone, guys. I mean, yes, it's re mostly required that you have a college education. And a lot of issues is that, you know, even if you have a college education, the job that you would have liked to have aren't there for you because they require experience. That and freelancers and contractors are taking over. Yeah, of course. We um, are so just, outsourcing. Mm -hmm. So moving well, the factory to Mexico. Which actually outsourcing is tearing our country apart in some way oh my god it, no it it's not no it's sometimes not. like when we have like um you know for gm and stuff it really hurt a lot of um let's say mom and papa shops when uh, it's just they, good business come on no it's not outsourcing you know you, I mean, you really I mean, need to listen to that animation debate i had with uh gold will no, I'm just saying that, you know, sometimes like when like, um, Toyota and, the, yeah, their products are better and stuff like that, but outsourcing for them made it to where there were a lot of jobs taken here in the U.S. And when Walmart opened up, they that business took a lot of the mom-and-pop shops that were a local, you know, shop that everyone went to because Walmart has everything. So why would the other businesses need to be there? You know, you go to Muncie and people remember certain it's called places of like oh this was there yeah this was there there and all that stuff like there's always going to be something better out there so, and that so so you all, so as a company as a or rather a business you have to be thinking what can i provide that my competitors are not providing mm -hmm. and you also always have to be thinking about location all right mm -hmm. so outsourcing is not the problem all right in fact it's the solution we are giving jobs to those who are less fortunate right. All right and i get that but when you're taking a lot of the shops and stuff that people around here you know live off of and all that stuff you're taking all that away it just it kind of hurts the communities i guess in a how way how does it so, hurt the community come on because it's gone the community gone. Cho chose to it go to walmart over the mom and pop place all right but it makes it harder for people like me to start up a business you know all that stuff like there's so many i mean look there if, if i if i know 
a Domino's and a Pizza Hut are nearby, I'm not going to start up my own pizza shop unless I have a gimmick. All right. Right. Of course. Oh, that, that's just it's it's logic, common sense. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm, it was just a point to be made. It's not really just to be going into great detail of it, but yeah. So, anyways, just know that there's always someone better and more qualified than you out there. So you have to make sure that you you have to show make the sure company to that adapt, you're working for that you especially are especially with the times that you're worth more than that individual, regardless of any circumstance. So don't limit yourself to what you can learn. It always benefits you in a lot of ways. If you continue learning new things on how to improve your work and all that, don't think that just because, Hey, you went to college, you know what you're doing and that's it for several, several years because there's uh, new stuff that's coming out like through the internet and stuff like that to make jobs easier. Um, so Make sure that you're keeping up with the times, basically. Like, so, why why hire you when I can hire an, an Indian from overseas who'll do it for, like, 10 cents? Right. That's a bit of an exaggeration, exactly. but still. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a huge exaggeration, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly. Exactly my point. Um, so, learn how to negotiate. You may not be the best. Like, obviously, I'm not the best. But, you know, it doesn't hurt for even myself. She's not the to, best. I've gotten what I wanted. It's <laughs> you and I am struggling with it. Took you a while it, to catch so. on, but go on. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> so I continue to to keep learning on how to be better negotiator. You know, regardless where what job I'm working at and all that. So um, we didn't even mention and, we didn't even mention being hired as an inter- intern for the experience. Because yeah, you as, as you've brought up, you know, you're fresh out of college, but you don't have any experience, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you're not working through college. Right. But even that experience, it's like they really want a job. So you have to really venture out there and see what job would even take you. Because, you know, I was telling you how I was struggling because a lot of the jobs, even if they were small industries, they, they would be like, you just don't have enough experience. We require at least two years. Well, what the how am I supposed to get to, you know, any experience at all if you're not going to hire me? You know, it, it's really hard. It really is. But there's always. I mean, that's where the negotiation comes into place. You could negotiate yes, and say, I'll, I'll work for less even, or, you know. Right. But that would be easier if they haven't eliminated most of the interviewing processes. Yeah. Um, a lot of the stuff is all online. And so you can't even try to negotiate half the time because if they see that you're not qualified, they're immediately going to deny you. Um, I immediately got a lot of responses. Don't think that I, you know, got my job easy because it took, what, how long? A month and a half before I even got even a message back. Um, But usually the responses were, um, thank you for applying, but we have found uh, a more qualified candidate to fulfill the position. But you can check out. But you can check out the other positions that are in our company. Well, then you try the other positions and you get the same response. So there's always a job out there that will hire you. So don't stop applying for jobs because there's going to be someone that actually notices you. I actually got noticed from uh, the social media platform, LinkedIn. That is a really good site, you guys. So even if you guys don't really know what it is, look it up, start a profile, put everything in, all the information. And, you know, it's a lot easier. There are a lot more people hiring from LinkedIn than anything. That was one of the studies that showed... um, 
when I was looking a lot of stuff up for hiring process, but start a LinkedIn profile and you guys, it's not, it's not a guaranteed thing, but if you, I mean, it doesn't hurt to try it cause it's free. Um, do you have anything else to add? What was that? Do you have anything else to add? Um, no, I believe you said everything that was on my mind. You know, you mm. kind of went a little rampant, but. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Uh, just, <laughs> Not just, sorry. Just, just talking. <laughs> talk, talk, well, talk. Well, guys, talk. I like to talk, so sorry. Not sorry. Uh huh, see, sorry. But, uh, not really. All right, guys. Um, I will talk at you later.